The Elevation Motivation Podcast with your host, Kristen Van Tilburg. Join Kristen as she helps you to bring more of God into your business and into your life. Learn from Kristen and her guests as they share stories about their decisions to open their hearts to the perspective of the Holy Spirit. Allowing the Holy Spirit to deepen His presence in your everyday situations will positively impact your ability to serve the kingdom of God in everything you do. Now, here's your host, Kristen Van Tilburg. Hello, friends. I am so excited to be here today to be talking to you about a very powerful enemy that you need to be on guard against. This enemy will come against your relationship with the Holy Spirit and cause you so much discomfort and and negative consequences. And yet it often gets overlooked as as just the way I am. It's, It's a way that that you have a sabotaging filter in your brain, but it it shows up as just the way you are and, and you don't even necessarily think about fighting it. So what is this saboteur that I'm talking about? It's called the avoider, also known as the procrastinator. Now the avoider, the procrastinator, one of the big things it does is it causes you to shy away from conflict and says yes to things that, that you really don't want to say yes to. And what happens after you do that? Well, we all know what, what happens is you start procrastinating about, procrastinating about it and you don't get it done. And then what happens then is that the person that you've made the commitment to is upset with you. And that actually leads to more conflict than you would have had in the first place if you had just said, look, no, I'm, I'm not willing to take that project on right now. So, Uh, Another thing that this avoider saboteur does is it downplays the importance of real problems. It'll tell you, "Eh, well, that doesn't really matter. We'll get to it next week. It's it's not that big of a deal and uh, tries to deflect others when somebody's trying to say, hey, we have a problem here that we need to look at. The avoider is like, well, you know, I'm kind of busy today. Could you come back tomorrow? And, and because of that, it leaves you in a relationship issue with other people that has got your heart shut down, it's got your awareness shut down, and it's a way of, of not really listening to the Holy Spirit's guidance, which is why we're talking about it. Because here on um, Elevation Motivation Podcast, we're all about more of God into your life, right? But when you are letting this part of this sabotaging part of yourself run the show. It's not giving the Holy Spirit the space that it needs in order to get your attention and show you better ways to deal with these things. Also, it's a pretty passive aggressive way of operating. You look like a good guy. I'm not causing any problems. I'm not I'm not creating any conflicts here, but instead really underneath you're undermining important relationships with people that really matter. Uh, your, your spouse, your business colleagues, your clients. And, and because there's this disconnect between what you say you'll do and what you actually do, there's begins to be a level where there's a mistrust involved and that's never a good thing. And then 
the, the procrastinator has the routines that it actually feel, likes and feels comfortable with and, and will, the avoider will tend to hide out in those routines. So, well, you know, I have to go to the gym right now. We can't talk about that right now. We'll have to do it later, but I, I, you know, got to get to the gym. And so the avoider procrastinator will use those kinds of, of habits and routines to cover up for the fact that they are actually trying to avoid a situation that they're uncomfortable dealing with. So what are some of the thoughts of a procrastinator or an avoider? If you find yourself thinking thoughts like this, you'll know that you have a pretty big issue with this, with this particular sabotage agent. One thought is, this is just too unpleasant. Maybe if I let it go, it'll take care of itself. That this is a very common thing for people is, uh, yeah, I'll deal with it later. You know, it, it's not going anywhere. If I, if I just take a little time uh, and if I do it tomorrow, that'll be soon enough. Those kind of thoughts. Or if I deal with this now, I'm going to hurt their feelings. I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't mean to hurt their feelings. So I'll just say, yes, I'll do it. I, I probably won't get around to it, but you know, at least, at least they'll think I'm going to do it for a while and, and, and that'll be good. That'll make them happy. I, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to rock the boat. If you're starting to think, notice that you're thinking thoughts like that. You may be having this saboteur go on. So another thought would be if I get into a conflict with someone else, I might lose my connection with them. And, and this is real interesting because it, it basically is saying that that you don't have confidence in your ability or the other person's ability to work a thing out. And so instead of being uh, straight up and dealing with them with integrity, you're kind of going out the back door and saying, hey, I'll catch you later. You know, we'll, we'll work this out some other time. And that, and that gives the other person the idea that they don't have, that relationship doesn't have much value in your eyes. Is that really what you want them to think? Probably not, because that doesn't help a relationship to grow. Another way that you might be thinking is, well, I'm feeling, you know, I've got a nice balance. I've got a good groove on right now. I, I don't wanna, I don't wanna upset the apple cart. I don't wanna mess with this. I, I just don't feel like dealing with it right now. I don't wanna do it right now. I, I'd rather give someone else their way. I don't wanna make a scene. I don't wanna, I don't wanna upset them. All of those thoughts are avoider type thoughts. So if you find yourself thinking those kinds of thoughts, uh, you know that you've got some avoider, procrastinator, sabotage going on. Now, the feelings that go along with this are feelings of guilt and shame, because ultimately, you know that you're not doing right by this person. If you've told them you're going to do something that you're not going to do, then that's basically a form of deception or lying. And, and that's not good for a relationship. And if you have just said, well, we'll have to deal with this another time, you know that you've left that person with frustration and a feeling that something is incomplete. And, and so what are they gonna do? They're gonna go off on their own way and they're gonna make up thoughts and, and feelings about the situation that may or may not be accurate. They may be saying something to themselves like, well, he, I'm just not that important to them or they wouldn't let this big thing go untaken care of. And, and you don't want those thoughts to fester because then on top of the original difficulty, now you've got this other, you don't care about me thing going on. And that's even harder to deal with because your action 
has actually kind of demonstrated that, right? So you're gonna have a hard time convincing your friend, your loved one, your colleague, that they are important to you when you've actually made a choice to blow them off. So um, there's definite lies that go along with being an avoider or a uh, procrastinator. One such lie is this doesn't really matter. I'll think about it another time. I, I don't have to think about it right now. Well, if you haven't really taken the time to look and see exactly where it should fall on the priority list, and you're just shoving it to the back without examining what's going on, then, then you really have shortchanged yourself, you've shortchanged the other person, you've shortchanged the relationship, all because you haven't been willing to ask yourself to confront square head on exactly what's going on in this situation. Another justification lie is, it doesn't matter if I put this off, eh, this will be here next week, it'll be here next month, it'll be here next year, I don't have to deal with it right now. Again, that's just a way of ignoring the impact that you're having on your own life, the lives of important other people, and on life itself. I mean, some of these things, uh, God is wanting to move through you into a situation, and when you've slammed the door in his face, that's a way of saying, sorry, God, I'm not available today, come back another time. You know, that doesn't deepen your relationship with the Holy Spirit. That doesn't allow the Holy Spirit to give you the gifts that he wants to give you out of dealing with the situation. Uh, and then there's this whole thought about, doesn't matter what I do, it's not gonna be right. You know, why bother doing anything? It'll be wrong, I can never please this person. And I, I, don't, I know they won't be happy, so why bother doing it? Again, this is just a way to sell out the relationship without being really conscious of what you're doing and why you're doing it. So this is uh, really good for understanding why this avoider is such a sabotage agent in your life. It is, it runs counter to the power of love, to the, to the uh, dedication of the Holy Spirit to fill our lives with overflowing, with goodness, with, with the fruit of the Spirit. And when, when we are, are putting a situation that should be on the front burner, on the back burner, then we are just cutting ourselves off at the knees from that relationship that we want to be having with God. So what is the impact of yourself or and others with this avoider? Well, I wanted to share a little bit of a case story today with you. I, I worked with a CEO who was very, very successful and the company was profitable, but over time, the needs of the company had begun to dominate the to-do list of the person to the extent that they were procrastinating on personal things, family things, uh, friendship things, uh, their, their philanthropy and good works, all of that was getting pushed off to the side and procrastinated about. So, so this CEO was going home later and later at night. He was missing dinner with the family and and of course, there was a lot of discontent with the family because of this. And it had been going on such a long time that the family had actually gotten into a routine of, you know, they don't wait for dad for dinner anymore. They eat without him because, you know, dad will be home eight, nine, 10 o'clock. We never know when he's going to be here. And we're not going to wait for our dinner that long. So now there's just been a real 
schism in the family. And when I started working with this CEO, when we started looking at this avoider procrastinator, it was really interesting because in the business domain, that avoider procrastinator wasn't getting any traction at all. For this CEO, the profitability of the company, uh, keeping the company uh, flowing and, and business moving in and sales coming in, that was all so important to him that he did not procrastinate or avoid. If there were difficult conversations to have on the business sense, he was scheduling them, he was writing them in, he was getting people in a room and face-to-face -face and whether he was in the midst of the conflict or just sort of being an arbitrator of different departments, he was making sure that any place where the flow of the business was getting dammed up, that those things were being confronted and dealt with. But it wasn't the case in this family life. And so it was pretty interesting my job as a coach was to help him see that that something that would not be acceptable to him in his business world had become his his way of operating in his family life and there was a consequence to that and yet he would say i'm a family man my family's important to me i want to give them everything he was so pleased with his ability to provide for his family they lived in a lovely home they had the cars that they needed as as his teenagers became drivers, he was able to give them a car. They went to good schools. They had the nicest clothes. He gave them everything their hearts could desire, except the one thing that they truly valued, which was time with him. And so as we began to uncover this procrastinator, avoider, saboteur, he began to feel a lot of guilt and a lot of shame about how much he was giving to the business and how little he was giving to his family. And when he began to call that more into balance, restricting his work hours, making sure that he was leaving the office at five o'clock and structuring his day, not so that he started avoiding at work, but so that he prioritized what needed to be done so that when five o'clock hit, he could walk out the door almost every day. Now there's, you know, still were a few days where that didn't work out, but most every day he was out of the office at five o'clock and home by six o'clock and eating dinner with his family, talking to his children, spending time with his wife, developing a regular date night with his wife, having date times with his kids, going to sporting events with his sons and doing father-daughter things with his daughter. And his, his uh, personal life began to shine just as much as his business life. So this is why this is so important. And the confidence that he had in the workplace began to also show up in his family. He turned around his relationship with his wife. They, they went after several years of not going on any sort of a vacation. They went on a vacation together and she was just beaming and he was happy because she was so happy. And, and they really began to rekindle that passionate feeling that had, had dimmed in their marriage to where their sex life became better and, and just, and then, and then they also began to have a devotional time together so that their relationship was dedicated to their love of God. And because of that, because neither one of them was putting their own needs 100% first, but actually both partners were putting their relationship with God first and their relationship with each other second, 
God was able to heal both of their hearts from some of the deep wounding that had occurred in, in recent years as, as this gentleman had over-focused on his company and become an avoider procrastinator at his home. So I hope that this has been very helpful to you. I hope that you see now some clear ways to identify this avoider procrastinator in your own mind. And I want you to stay tuned because as time goes by, we're going to finish identifying the 10 saboteurs that are, that are undercutting your relationship with the Holy Spirit. You have been listening to the Elevation Motivation Podcast with Kristen Van Tilburg. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you will be notified every time we publish a new episode. Visit us on Apple Podcasts to leave a rating and review. Your feedback will help us to spread this positive message. Join us next time as we learn from Kristen and her guests how to positively impact your life and business by opening to the perspective of the Holy Spirit. Visit our website at elevationmotivation.com. Download the free resources available for you there, which are designed to help you grow in your relationship with the Holy Spirit. That website address again is elevationmotivation.com.